biggest companies in the world have so many failed experiments that we will never see. And then it's that one that they go, we're onto something here. Hello and welcome to another episode of 99P, but Gen Z ain't one. Uh, that was a bit of a hybrid between the abbreviation Little bit and of the yeah. best of both words. But actually, just to touch on that, if you go and type in our podcast name on Google, we've got such a specific name that our SEO is brilliant. Which for 99P Gen Z or for the if whole you type name? In, no, no, well, both, because it's really? quite a, a unique name for it. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. So if you want to do that, it's like a bit of an Easter egg, but it's just SEO. And but anyway, back to... Well, it's a good way to start today, isn't it? Because yeah. we've got quite a juicy topic that sort of touches on that a little bit, if you'd like to introduce us. Yeah, so today um, we're going to be talking about uh, company behavior, I guess, on social media, like what they're doing currently, how to improve it, what we think about it personally. And uh, yeah, let's jump into it. It's me and Sam, this one. Just It's the first actual uh, duo podcast. We've oh, always yeah. been in three and two fours. boys. Just two boys on a mic. Oh, yes. Um, two boys on mic. Um, okay. It'll be interesting today as well. well. We'll touch on, as you were saying, a lot of that, sort of the benefits and drawbacks of it. Um, and sort of what makes a company stand out, I guess, and how specific you have to be for each platform because they're all very different um, and your behavior sort of has to adapt dependent around your environment. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good point. So... Um, I guess you could ask yourself, are you going to get the same audiences across Twitter and Facebook? And then you might be thinking similar ones and that, but if I then say LinkedIn, instantly you think that's a bit more, I'm saying a bit more now because we're going to go into it, but yeah, a bit definitely. more of a professional environment. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's predominantly set up for, you know, business interactions, you know, looking for jobs, versus by company, attracting, retaining talent. But um, these days, I don't know whether it's because younger audiences are getting involved or it's just down to what generates enough um, engagement on posts, but I feel like it's becoming a bit more social. Yeah, I think um, business in general, maybe not business to business interactions so much, but business is becoming more of a sort of social thing, you know, office spaces get more social, obviously yeah. social media, you know, it's, it's half of it, like you're, yeah. you're trying to uh, make a sort of conversation with your audience, but I guess to strip it right back to the start, the biggest question around social media is why? Why should why are we doing it? my business or your business, why should we have social media? You know, what, what are the benefits? Well, an example of use that we know about is BDB. Like we've got, we've set up, you know, uh, Instagram, we've got Twitter, we've got Facebook now. Uh, I know specifically for Instagram, that's uh, attract and retain yeah. talent. So we're trying to sort of showcase what the office is like, the work that we're doing, the team that we've got in attempts to draw new people in, new talent. And um, yeah, that's what we're doing there. So I guess other companies will be doing it too. But online, there's a bit, bit of research and the top few reasons why people start social media is to build brand awareness, um, to build relationships through the internet, um, which is a lot easier these days because before the internet, before social media, you'd have to do it the old fashioned way. Yeah, well, it's, it's instant now. Um, and the other reason, people are probably doing it, business are probably doing it, is you can put out something in five seconds that's going straight to your audience. Um, there's no delay on 
printing, mailing. There's no delay on wait until you have a meeting, wait until you're on the phone. Yeah. You can send out information instantly um, and every specific platform has a sort of different way of showcasing that information. So, mm. you know, as you were mentioning with like LinkedIn and things, which we'll get into a lot uh, more detail later on, you can... You know, you could, you could portray your content and information differently over each platform, and um, and you can have that instant connection with multiple audiences. Yeah, with similar content. Um, but yeah, you can sort of diversify your content quite quite easily now. Um, well, that's that's one thing. You could you could say you could have one thing you want to talk about. You have one piece of content. You could then recognize that different platforms uh, behave differently, and then you could then say it was a video, you can chop up that video and put it on different channels because, for example, you know the, I think it's been called like the, the Facebook video, you know, where it's like a square and it's got subtitles on the yeah. bottom. Like that, you can chop it up and put it like that on uh, Facebook. Um, I think they've all got, each each platform's got recommended lengths. It varies from like one minute to 30 seconds. Yeah. Facebook, uh, not Facebook, uh, Instagram, you can do live now, you can do uh, stories, you can put the whole video on it. You know, an actual thing, but I think it's one minute now. You can stick them on. Yeah, so it's one minute for your feed, and then Instagram TV, um, I believe, is up to over an hour at this point. It's yeah, so you can almost broadcast your own little channel, which yeah. is great. But um, yeah, the point is, you can literally chop up a piece of content and purpose it for each platform, so it's doing the job better than just putting the original one on in a more generic fashion. It's a bit like uh, ABM, so sort of focusing your efforts on uh, something that's going to get you more return. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I mean, I guess the benefits are engaging with your audience easily. Yeah. Um, but also, I know we're talking about always putting stuff out. It always feels like we're always giving, but you never think about receiving from social media. So yeah, you actually true. get important stuff like you get social stats. You can see where people are coming from, how much they're engaging. So you, you do gain stuff back. And also, like, in terms of the way we use social media, we can actually gain talent. Yeah. Like we, uh, we've had somebody in the past come through and when, when I brought them into the hive to give them a drink for their interview, they're like, oh yeah, I've been looking at your Instagram. And I was like, oh, oh that's wow. quite cool. Because that, that's, I feel like social media can be perceived in the world of business as quite sort of lightweight. Yeah. Sort of almost a waste of time. But then when you get that, you get somebody through the door and then they, they, they said they were brought here partly through social media. I think that's great because it makes you feel like all that effort was worth something. Yeah, it's, it's a two-way relationship, social media. Um, it's not just about a business broadcasting themselves over and over again you know, to their audience. It's also about engaging with that audience and not being afraid to you know, follow other businesses and follow other sort of related companies or companies that might benefit your company and saying, well, you know, we know what these people are doing. They're, you know, should we innovate to do what they're doing? Should we do something different? You know, you can follow your competitors. Mm. Um, and you can also go and look at, you know, there might be articles on there. There's still that engagement of your business's social media still being a social media account. It's not just a broadcaster of information. It can also be a receiver of information. Yeah, I mean, like, um, what do you call it, with conversational marketing, uh, these online platforms are serving as almost like customer service as well now because if you have Facebook for example you can have messenger set up and you can have somebody at work who's just got you know Facebook set up on one monitor and if somebody pops up and goes oh you know can you tell me about your services you're getting a direct feed to somebody at the office rather than you know sort of navigating yourself around the, uh, the website and being lost so social media can sort of serve that purpose as well 
Yeah, and no, I think for now, um, a lot of people, especially I feel like younger generations, would rather send a message to someone than call them. If they want yeah. that short interaction of, I need to know this information, how quickly can you give me it? People want to send a message or go online and go on their Instagram and go, right, you know, I need to know something about this company. Oh, it's on their social media. Um, instead of having to, you know, call into their office or yeah, it's like it's instant information. Like that's, I guess, one of the benefits is um, it is inf- instant information that you can send to anyone. Uh, what about drawbacks? Is there drawbacks? I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. And not necessarily in the outcome of the thing. It's I don't know. Maybe maybe sometimes uh, a company will set up, you know, a Twitter account or a Facebook account. Um, and they'll just start churning out information and because they think they're feeding the beast and they're like, oh, you know, just sort of give more content, job done. It's not really about that. Yeah. If you're just throwing money at it, I'm not saying you're throwing money at it, but think about it in a way that you've got a problem you just throw money at it. It's not worth it if it's not giving you that return. So we've seen the accounts in the past where you've literally got tweets going out twice a day and they're getting nothing. Like yeah. in terms of Twitter, we, we were seeing like, no likes, no retweets, like very little. And yeah. you just think about the person sat at work sort of doing all that, you know, they're, they're being paid on company time and like they're getting nothing back from writing these tweets. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and like um, it is quite, social media can be quite time consuming. If you think we manage what, four social accounts plus a YouTube channel, we're trying to get content out, you know, good quality content as yeah. often as possible. It's really time consuming. So to do half of that and just create the content which or just research your audience you need to be doing both you need to be creating content for an audience knowing what that audience is knowing what your content should be in response to that it's a you know it's a relationship between the two um well it's, it's a bit like quantity versus quality you've got to be going for quality these days because with um i know particularly for linkedin they change their algorithms to if you don't post regularly but when you do post you get a load of interactions on it you then next time you post, you're more likely to have your post seen by everybody who's following you. Rather than that, if you're just you know throwing stuff out every day and it's getting like one or, one or two likes here and there, you'll then be put further down the list. Yeah, because that's how the algorithm works and that's how they sort of structure your feed. So you've got to be doing it well rather than just sort of throwing everything into it. LinkedIn's really interesting because the Instagram algorithms have sort of been the same since about late 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be chronological. Yeah, and now they've and. I'm, I can't remember the exact date when they changed it to not being chronological, but I know since about 2018, the strategy for growing on Instagram has been fairly similar to what it is now. Twitter's kind of similar um, to what it was. Even Facebook's been quite consistent over the years, but LinkedIn to me is the one that's always changing. And every week I seem to be reading articles about LinkedIn dropping this or bringing this in or, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to sort of optimize that platform. And now I know there's, um, a sort of focus on LinkedIn to get smaller people, like smaller voices heard. Yeah. Um, because LinkedIn can be quite easily dominated by the people with the biggest following, and yeah, you know. And I, I think now they're aiming to sort of level the playing field a little bit more, and that's an opportunity for a sort of up and coming. Yeah, uh, somebody's got something a lot to offer, but doesn't necessarily have the sort of volume. Yeah, exactly. Because that's the hardest bit about social media is. You don't go from one to a million overnight. You don't do it in a year. Like it's a lot of noise. There's yeah, exactly. You're not going to be a, you know famous overnight from posting yeah. one tweet. You've got it's a continual thing where you've got to perform well consistently, and the following will come after that. Yeah, and we're, we're talking content. years here. Like it's not. Yeah. 
you know, it, it might be that, oh, you get three new followers in two months and then it starts picking up to five and like, and you've got to grind that out. Um, and that you've got to really stay on top of it because when thing, uh, when platforms like LinkedIn are constantly changing, constantly evolving, you need to be caught up with that where they change, you change. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of companies, I think, have the this is sort of looking at the, the drawbacks of it here. They've not evolved as quickly as they should have. Mm. And their social media will be sort of two years, a year behind. And it means that, as you were saying there, having someone write that content, you know, publish that content, monitor that content's progress. and it's But it's not going to anyone. Yeah. Um, and you don't, you can't waste... So no, how, how can money. you? You can't be wasting it. How can you actually target things? Is it the use of hashtags? Well, I guess that'd be a way of reaching an audience, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think for obviously it, it differs on every platform. Um, but the easiest way to describe it, I'd say, is imagine you're on sort of networking with other accounts. So if you want, uh, if you're starting off, you want to follow. You know, if you're on Instagram, let's say you follow 200 accounts that are relevant to you, that you know are active and posting yeah. regularly, chances are if you follow them, they'll see that. As like, you know, you don't want to be following accounts with millions of followers. Yeah. But if it's an account with 5,000 followers, they'll most likely see that you've followed them. Mm. If you also like some of their posts, they'll notice that as well. So it's networking with them and saying, look, I'm going to follow you. Yeah. And then they look at your content and that's a, here's why you should follow me. Which is good initially, that's all. Not boosting numbers, but I guess a few numbers on your, you know, your profile that shows yeah. you are relevant within that community. Yeah, and they're relevant numbers of people that are making similar content to. But I think the key business. is the content. Yeah, the key is the content, making that good content, and uh, with that comes, you know, having a clear strategy. Yeah. So you need to be able to, you know, what what your goals are when setting up uh, social media. There's no point just having it. I mean, there are there are benefits of being, you know, registered online and stuff. Like, yeah. You know, like you'll, they'll sort your SEO out. We'll have your, you know, search results when somebody's looking at out for your company. But um, I was going to say, how do you use how do you use social media to interact with companies? Like in the past, have you which platforms have you gone on to research companies or find out more about you know jobs for a certain company? For me, Instagram is massive um, because for me, looking at a company, the LinkedIn's always quite a safe bet. Um, you know, LinkedIn's quite professional and there's nothing wrong with that and it's, it's yeah. good that it's like that. But for me, Instagram, you can sort of, you tend to get a sort of more insight into that company where it's through stories or um, what content they're posting, how they present their content, you know, visually Instagram for me. Instagram more like a human one though. Yeah. and, uh, and a human I, touch to it. And I'm quite a visual person. So to go on LinkedIn and see this company is doing this, yeah. you know, here's the photos of that, here's the video of that, here's them talking to the camera. Um, to me, that's how I sort of recognize companies and there's companies, you know, I won't name any that I, I'm quite like, not, I wouldn't say loyal to, but yeah. I definitely have more respect for because of their social presence and because they, things like the, the voice they use on those. As well. Yeah. Cause I know some companies are very sort of PG, more so in like a, b2b setting i know uh, instant smoothie do quite a good one they've got quite a casual yeah. sort of voice but the, that resonates quite well with uh you know their audience because they've i don't know it's it's, it's quite good I, I feel like they bond with the audience that way they they, they obviously they're quite big on um 
which call it social matters, like you know, with the climate change stuff. Yeah. But because they've got that casual voice, they put it, the issues across to their audience, and the audience interact and sort of reciprocate that because it's, I don't know, easier to sort of consume. But I've seen companies that have quite a formal voice, and it almost feels like, I don't know, the, the content's come out of a machine, it just doesn't feel too sort of personal. Yeah, it could have been produced by an AI. Like. Yeah, so it just feels a bit too safe, and I, that doesn't really grab my attention, so you're less likely to get a like from me on that. Yeah, to me, um, especially with the younger generations, they're not looking for someone to sell to them, they're looking for someone to help them. So Chris Grimes coming yeah, through there. Yeah, there you go. I, I do love that quote, like, um, and the, um, the sort of helping, you know, social media is the best platform to help someone yeah. It's also the best platform to probably sell someone on something. Um, well, you don't even realize you're being sold to. Yeah, exactly. So with, the, with these little interactions online that sort of make you like a company more and more, you don't realize you're being sold to there, but that does, that's like laying the foundations to the sale. Yeah. So um, when they actually do come to your website or, you know, make the phone call, all that's in the back of their mind. Like, you know, I've liked these guys for a long time. I like what they're about. So it just eases that sales process. And with a company like innocent movies or just in any marketing agency any any anything really the difference between i know this company exists and i know this company exists i know what they're about and i like that is huge if you have two companies next to each other similar sort of you know uh, portfolio of clients and work yeah one of them has that social presence of we're friendly, we're here to help you out, we're here to do this, then you're going to choose that company because you go, well, I know them both equally. Yeah. But this company, to me, is going the extra mile to ensure that the, the customer, the client is, is satisfied. And that's what people want. They want that we're here to help you approach, not you're here to yeah. help us. You're just a number sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. You need to be speaking to the people rather than at them, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, if you were looking at if, if you had to advise a company on their social media, if you had to help someone today with their social media plan for the next few years, what would be our action plan? How would you how would you start? Action plan. So if we're going to somebody who doesn't have one at all. No, so this company grand. is um, they've been around, you know, a year or two, but their social media times. presence is is nothing. Okay. Um, I guess I'd want to reevaluate the ones we've already got. I'd I'd pick probably the main the main couple. I'd probably Myself, I'd go for Twitter because I think it's just good for putting out little like news bites maybe of what's happening in the company more generally. Uh, I'd go LinkedIn for, I don't know, maybe a more personalized touch with the people working at the office, get them, get the, uh, the staff to produce content that sort of promotes the office and the, the lifestyle. Uh, for a very human touch, I'd go for Instagram and that's not very hard to do. You either have people in the office with their phones taking pictures, which is good, you're producing content, or Definitely. you can do the way we've done with you taking very, you know, high quality photos and making it seem a lot more professional. Uh, Facebook, possibly. I think for me personally, I think it's very similar to Twitter, but I do realize it feels a little bit like the posts themselves feel a bit more weighted rather yeah. than Twitter. Tw Twitter to me has always felt a little bit lightweight. So like yeah, comments. it could be a bit of a lot of noise like a lot of yeah. five tweets a day hopefully yeah. someone clicks on one of them which once, like. we've said isn't good you don't have to be doing five no. tweets I, I, if you google it they'll say completely different so maybe yeah. we're wrong here I'm allowed to put my hands up and say that but it's what works with your audience you, yeah. like it's, you're not going to we're saying these things it's not going to be 
this is you know the golden formula. You've got to try and see what works with your specific audience because they might like you know being bombarded with information, or they might like the opposite where it's you know one thing at the day, but that's really relevant. Yeah, and I think for me, if I had to put together this action plan for a company, the three things I'd say is one, it's social media. Be social. Don't be afraid to step slightly outside your comfort zone and. You know, you don't have to be... That being said, though, you don't have to be stupid online. You don't no, have to no, be silly. but but you... you just have fun. The idea is, that, yeah, this is your more conversational side. This shouldn't be... You shouldn't be writing like you're writing an email to your client. You should be writing professionally and well. But you can relax a slight bit more, or you can seem like you're a slight bit more relaxed. Yeah. The other thing is experiment. Never stop experimenting. Mm. If you produce content that never goes out on social media because it didn't work, at least you tested it. Maybe you think, oh, that's a waste of time. But you have to be experimenting. Companies don't get anywhere without experimentation. The biggest companies in the world have so many failed experiments that we will never see. And then it's that one that they go, we're on to something here. Let's put this out. And then I guess you always have to have a goal if you put a plan together. Yeah. And then the third thing is, what do you want from it? Why why are you making this account? Exactly. Because, look, followers are great. But maybe you're just going, well, we just want to produce these promoted posts yeah. And we just want audience interaction, or we want people to be clicking this link, or we want to be promoting these podcasts that we make, or this or that. Like you, you have to have measurable goals um, that hopefully you can achieve. Yeah, and I mean you've got a load of uh, dashboards and stuff these days to monitor all the uh, yeah, you know your analytics and all that, so you can monitor how well you're doing. And a good way to go off it would be you know likes, retweets, followers. So that is a good indication, but I guess you'll also see an improvement with maybe incoming business. That'd be a good way to sort of test. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, so those are our little tips with social yeah. media. And I think, look, the way I'd like to sell social media to a company is if you're not doing social media, you're missing out on key information that your business needs. And every day you're not producing content, you're not interacting with your audience, your competitors are. Yeah. And you're getting left behind. Yeah, and you're going to get left behind. Um, you know, you need to be producing content. You need to be experimenting, um, and you need that presence because you will get left behind. And social media is getting easier and easier every day. Yeah. To anybody can do it. Yeah, exactly. Get an intern to do it. But yeah, <laughs> get get <laughs> get anyone to do it. Like, and you know, as long as they have that training and research and. Social media is a skill that you can learn through research. You don't have to be born, you know, built for this role. You can, yeah. if you work hard and you research it, you can definitely take your company to their next level and have that new, refreshing, yeah. modern practice appearance. Also helps, so. Yeah, practice, experiment, just go out there and do it. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> no better place to end that, I don't think. Yeah, like, that's a good one. That's a good one to end on. So, uh, this has been. Connor and Sam on, I guess, company behavior on social media. And thanks. Make sure to follow us on uh, all social media and check us out on our other podcasts. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Bye.